Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The video vault is open for business once again. This is JB. Hey, I'm Eddie. And uh, you picked this one. Uh, we're talking about Eddie's favorite movie today. Yeah, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Indiana Jones, bitch! Yeah, dude. Oh, God. Um, I cannot find enough good things to say about this franchise, because you got Raiders of the Lost Ark, uh, Temple of Doom, Last Crusade, and a bunch of video games, and definitely not a movie that came out in 2007, The Great Disappointment. Yeah. Yeah, we're, that's our story. We're sticking to it. Still waiting for any Ed Jones for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, and then there was the, uh, the remember the uh, Young Indiana Jones TV series on... Uh, yeah, I never really watched that. I tried to. It was, it was all just, right. It was just, it was just, I was like, when it came out, it was like 95, right? 96? It was like really early. Yeah, on what was then the Family Channel. Now I think it's like Forum Fusion... I don't know. All I know is... It was it ABC was, Family. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't really on... Very much so. I just never caught it. I remember there was one episode I watched, but just didn't really didn't really work out. Yeah. Anyway, Raiders of the Lost Ark, nineteen eighty one. Raiders. Uh, kind of raises the bar once again in action movies, just as Star Wars did for sci fi. You got Steven Spielberg and George Lucas working together yet again. That's right. Um, and it's just it's so many kind of movies rolled into one. It's an action adventure movie. It's a pulp novel. It's a comedy. It's a drama. Mm-hmm. Like the the many heads of Indiana Jones. Yeah, it's uh it's great because it also like created its own like it created a genre that is now is still used to this day. I mean, even in video games such as Uncharted or Tomb Raider, which is a movie coming out, they're doing another Tomb Raider movie. Uh, or what's another really good example? Oh, uh, uh, finding something in the stone. Oh, uh, romancing the stone. Yeah, romancing like, the stone movies, and Jewel of the Nile. Yeah, this was this is a movie series, like, this movie created its own genre, which is, I guess, and that's what you could say is the adventure film. I remember in the mid-90s, you know how, like, in the mid-90s, Disney had had that really, had that string of really bad live-action movies? Yeah. There was one, I think it was called The Amazing Panda Adventure. <laughs> I do remember what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, where... the title. I just don't Yeah, remember. where, like, the, there's this kid whose father is, um, Stephen Lang. Oh, yeah, and he has to go to... He goes, like, China. He goes and to China. Like, yeah. His dad runs a, runs a panda reserve, and his dad's got the leather jacket, has the fedora. I think he even had the whip and the gun. Yeah, and they so, just don't really... And they kind of are like, his dad is Indiana Jones. Uh, but they don't actually say that. They yeah. just are like... But, yeah, no, they that became, like, just, like, an entire... New genre of film. Very popular in the 90s, of course. We were talking about The Mummy in a past episode. Yeah, yeah. And this is where that came from. And even prior prior to this, you see the influence because there's this... 
There's a film with Charlton Heston from the 50s or 60s called Secret of the Incas. Yeah. Where the costume is thread for thread uh, Indiana Jones here. You know what? While, while I have the computer, I'm going to pull up a picture of it for you. I think the costume designer, uh, also the costume designer for Indiana Jones is uh, Max Landis's mother. Is uh, it? Yeah, that was Max Landis's mother. And she got the idea from this movie. And actually, it was funny because she. I remember. There it what, is right there. That's crazy. I yeah. remember uh, there's actually a very funny story where Max Landis, uh, son, of, son of John Landis, uh, Max Deborah Landis, Deborah Nadulman, uh, Max Landis, he uh, saw yep. that this guy had posted on the Jeopardy page. Uh, basically, sorry, just to reiterate, uh, the, the the last question was, what was the movie that in, uh, the, this movie inspired uh, the Indiana Jones costume, and. Uh, this guy was like, this was wrong. It was another movie. Like, this is some random troll. And his mom, Max Landis's mom, uh, Deborah Landis, was like, no, no, the question's right. I was the one that submitted it. And she goes, well, you don't know what you're talking about. And she's like, I'm the fucking direct... I was the costume designer, you yeah, asshole. Yeah, go away. Um, but it was just an example of a guy trying to yell at a woman about something. But anyway, yeah. um, actually, let's see if... Because I know you're correct. You're 100% correct. About that, but I think there's another movie that she was inspired that it was the character the costume. Uh, it, inspired might, by. Uh, it, it might have been from the I think it was in the 40s. Um, Alan Ladd. The movie was just called China, where he kind of has where his character is named Jones. That's funny. Also, so, fun fact: she also came up with the thriller jacket and the collar sweatshirt from Animal House. That's right. So, anyway, long story short, uh, very influential costume director. She's uh, really cool. And also just, like, the historical significance of Indiana Jones, because there are some actual archaeologists who did inspire the, the character. Because um, uh, one, one that I remember learning about in school was a man named Hiram Bingham, who was the man who discovered Machu Picchu. Mm, Bingham Young. Yeah. Okay. Or also, I think, I think uh, Indiana Jones definitely inspired a lot of people to want to study archaeology. Um, because because everybody thought to themselves, well, you know, if I, if I study archaeology, I could travel the world and be like Indiana Jones. Here's a fun fact. It's not like that at all. It's actually quite a boring job. I mean, it's a great job. It's an important job. I mean, it's fun. It's fun in that like you're, you're traveling the world. You're digging about a bunch of, um, antiquities up out of the sand. But in terms of, you know, you're not fighting running. Nazis, chasing them on a horse, pushing a big scary Nazi into a plane propeller. Yes, but uh, I think Jurassic... Watching Indian cults rip hearts out. Yeah, it, yeah. it's not happening. But Jurassic no. Park also did the same thing for paleontologists. People always thought to themselves, well, now I want to be a paleontologist. Yeah. Um, um, anyway, let's head back to the movie. Sorry, there's, yeah, there's a lot we can um, uh, Just real quick, before, while it's fresh in my mind, another... Because another, um, you're a New Yorker, like myself, so you'll appreciate this. Um, another archaeologist who, who inspired it was a Roy Chapman Andrews, who a lot of the stuff that you see in the Museum of Natural History, Museum of Natural History that's right. Yep. Oh, well, I, I like to, I take naps in the Museum of Natural History about once a month. Are you, wait, what? The whale. You can go sleep under the whale. You could take a nap under, this is a very common thing. I know they have like sleepovers under the whale. No, you could just go under the whale and just pass out for like an hour. This is a very common thing, Josh. I gotta start doing it's a that. Normal thing. People just go there. They read. They bring and, like, and then just lay down on the ground, take a nap. Yeah, they have your book bag. Cool. Totally normal thing. I'm gonna start doing You've that. You've never taken a nap underneath the whale. That's insane. That's a thing. That's I'll add it to my my ever growing list of New York City bucket lists. Also, things. fun fact about the Museum of Natural History. You know what the uh, the minimum amount is to get in? A dollar. Three cents. Oh, nice. Yeah. One time I went in there with a massive hangover. 
and I decided I was just not going to go to work that day. I was on my way to work. <laughs> and I was like, I can't, I can't do it. Was this when you were at our rock center? No, no, no. This was when I was working at, in, um, in the Harlem Children's Zone. Oh, and yeah. I just was like, I can't go today. I'm just too hungover. And I got out and I was like, well, I'm at the Museum of Natural History because you had to go past Museum of Natural History to get there. Yeah. And I, so I was like, oh, where? I was like, can I go in? It's three o'clock. Can I go in? And the guy was like, I mean, we still need a donation. And I was like, what's the minimum? He goes, well, suggestion's 20. I was like, da, 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 da. yeah, but what's the minimum? He's like, three cents. And I was like, there you go. Five. I was like, there's five. I'm going in. And then I took a nap beneath the whale. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, I love the Museum of Natural History. Oh, anyway. So the giant mosquito. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. Back to the movie. Yes. So Indiana Jones. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, movie opens South America in 1936. Amazing opening. Yeah. Um, Starts. Just like the Paramount logo. And then it fades away to an actual mountain. Mm-hmm. You see the people walking through this dark jungle in South America. Yep. Um, you know who um, the sidekick was in this scene. Alfred Molina. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Alfred Molina, and probably I think it was his first movie. I think he was probably doing it a little bit of here and there, but yeah, this is definitely his first with at least a speaking role. Yeah, I mean, we could be wrong about that. And oh god, just like Harrison Ford, fresh off a of Han Solo. Oh, and he doesn't even like he doesn't talk. He doesn't. He doesn't say anything. He's mostly at this point. It's just established that he's a hat and a leather jacket and a whip. In, and a whip in the jungle, my dude. He is wearing the exact opposite of what you would wear in the jungle. <laughs> Yeah, and and his only weapon besides the whip, Colt forty five. Yes. Uh, I don't know about you, but if if I'm going to the jungle at a minimum, I'm carrying a machete, probably a whip, uh, a Mac ten. Yeah, here's probably the thing. A, a several like a pair of uh, pistols on my on my side. Yeah, you'd think, but here's the thing: oh, Indiana and Jones, Indiana Jones. Well, a Mac ten also didn't exist back in the 1930s. Yeah, but, well, yeah, duh. But yeah, he's Indiana Jones, my guy. Like he just needs his fists. The whip, he needs his fists, and the gun and the whip are just, like, accessories at that point. Yeah, I think I'm just going to keep letting this part of the soundtrack just keep playing as we discuss this at this part. Cool. So then you end up running in, there's just booby traps everywhere. Yeah, uh, stay, stay out of the light. His, his rival was actually impaled by the spears that come out when you... Oh, God. Yeah. It's so great. Um, oh, God. Like, th- this scene also actually kind of terrifies me just because of the spiders. Yeah, and I, he's, but you know who's not afraid of spiders? Indiana Jones. Okay, yeah, well, there's a difference. He, do, he's, he doesn't mind spiders. I don't mind snakes. Yeah, well, there you go. I don't like spiders and snakes. And then, of course, the moment where he finally gets to the ancient relic he's been looking for. Which we, we don't ever really find out what it is. It is a... There's sort of nothing there. It's, it's, a, it's a MacGuffin. Yeah. It's like... It's a golden idol that... Maybe it's a monkey, maybe it's a god of some kind. Either way, it looks like it's screaming, and it is very sacred to an indigenous tribe. Yes, and it belongs in a museum. So do you. Yeah. <laughs> Wrong so, movie. Uh-huh. So he goes, <laughs> uh, just the moment where he takes the idol, and he's going for the idol, and he has the sandbag. Yeah. And then he switches the two off, and you Just think, when you think it's okay. And then the boulder By happens. the way, folks, like everyone has seen this movie, so there's going to be tons of spoilers in this, uh, just be forewarned. But the boulder, so. like, the, the first five minutes of the movie are just running, are just fast. It's just fast, it's well, scary. Well, at this it's part, great. about 15 minutes, but if you're talking about the, talking about the five minutes when we, it's just like walking through the jungle, um, Alpha Molina and the other guy saying, oh, um, they find the poison dart, oh, it's still fresh, we got to keep going. Um, then they try to shoot him. Then one guy just run, just runs off. And it's... then he gets caught in the, he gets caught in the spikes. Yeah. 
It's just a whole thing. Oh, and let's not forget uh, the giant bats running around. Yeah. I love this movie so much. Yeah. Um, and Jones and, and coming favorite. out of it, finally exiting the temple, he's escapes the boulder. He's got the idol. He's covered in cobwebs from head to toe. And then he gets it taken from him because the bad guys are lazy. Francois Bellot. The fucking bad guys are lazy. Bad guys are allowed to just take... They used him. They used him to get the idol. And that's the recurring theme throughout the Indiana Jones series. Yeah, Indiana I, Jones doing all the work and then the bad guy just kind of using him to get it. And like, well, I don't know if this is a, a general theory that exists from like within the canon of the film. But like, does the idol curse whoever holds it with madness because Belak has it and as they as the Jovitos tribe are running after Indy towards the river he just looks at the idol and has this maniacal laugh that echoes throughout the jungle yeah I mean I don't know I mean you know that's a great I mean that's the beauty of it Indiana Jones we can conjecture this all you want but it's yeah. probably, you're probably right you also could be wrong it's okay though it's yeah Jones. I mean like it, it's open to interpretation it's like it's a matter of opinion just like just so much either way Har- Harrison Ford who oddly enough was not the first choice for this role no he was not it was Tom Selleck of Magnum P.I. that's right they did like a costume test a screen test with Karen Allen mind you yes and you know funny story I ever you ever um you ever what? you ever what? watched the Rescue Raiders wait what you ever the TV show the Rescue Raiders Oh, Chippendale oh, Rescue Rangers? Rescue Rangers, yeah, yeah. yeah. ch ch Indiana Jones and Magnum P.I. Oh, yeah! Because <laughs> that's what it is. It's, look it uh, up, look it up, folks. It's act, that's actually spot on. Good find by Eddie right there. Yeah, that's uh, that's what they're inspired by with those characters. He what, Chip is dressed as uh, Indiana Jones, Jones and, and Dale is dressed as Magnum P.I. Both were supposed to be played by Tom Selleck. Yeah, um... Uh, and because the whole the whole premise or the whole reason also yeah he didn't the reason why Tom Selleck couldn't do it is because Magnum PI was shooting at the exact same time as Raiders well well not just that and then um, he and then for some reason Magnum PI went on like a three month hiatus so he could have actually shot Raiders during that time well it it wasn't just that because Harrison Ford was was um was thought of originally because Spielberg said oh call Harrison like because like you know him I know him because you know Han Solo yeah and then um, devilish rogue yeah because at because the, at, the, at this point uh, Return of the Jedi had not yet come out but we did have um, <laughs> New Hope and uh, Empire also Shows Harrison back. Ford hated everything hates everything but he really hated Star Wars for a while too I just thought yeah. about that anyway yeah yeah I mean he's wanted to die in that franchise for so long and then it finally happened no I screamed that in the theater yeah okay well everybody probably did uh, <laughs> hey guys Last Jedi comes out in a week um, yeah can't wait um, but also because um, Spielberg said oh Harrison Ford and George Lucas he said because um, I got the box set surprise surprise Mm. And apparently he said something, Stephen. Uh, I love Harrison. I, I don't want him to become my Bobby De Niro, where I, he's my go-to every time. I don't. I don't. I want to mix up the casting. Ironically, that's exactly what sort of happened. Yeah, um, and also just looking at from like the behind-the-scenes footage of on set, it, it was clear everybody was having so much fun with each other. Yeah, like they're shooting in hottest balls. I think it was Tunisia they yep. were filming in, and Harrison Ford just there chilling in the shade in between takes. Spielberg comes up, hello, and then Ford does a silly voice back, hello, how are you, would you like some water? Okay, then he just dumps the water in his lap. <laughs> uh, all right, let's move on, because we, yeah. got, uh, we got a lot to talk about. So, yeah. we got Indiana Jones, introduction, perfect introduction to a super, uh, character, 
Uh, back to the college where he's back. all of a sudden he drops the badass look and he's a giant nerd. Also, he shows up to the wrong college, I believe. No, no, no. He shows up to the wrong classroom, I believe. No, no, no. All the women. I was thinking of Flubber. That's what happened there. Yeah. Uh, all the girls are in Flubber. Love. Really? Because there's, it's like the, I just, it's very similarly shot college scenes. Um, oh yeah, you're right. Um, Indiana Jones is like, you know, the most popular uh, teacher. In the school. Every professor has, every college has a one professor who who people say, take at least one class with him, even if it's not your major, because he's awesome. Yeah, all the women, all the women in the class are just like, oh, Professor Jones, and all the guys are just like, Professor Jones is the fucking shit. They like, rate, they like, uh, hang out outside of his classroom. Uh, he can't Mom even get inside his office. But he can't even get inside of his own office, and he's wearing glasses. I just want to point that out. Indiana Jones only wears glasses during these scenes. But then, when he's not in the college scenes, no mention of him needing glasses whatsoever. And then, well, then in the, in the one scene where they're kind of examining the, um, the medallion, um, or it's, um, it's the actual medallion compared to the fake one later on. Right. He kind of puts the glasses on to say, wait, let me look more closely. Yeah, but it's like, yeah. it's, it's such like a ruse. Yeah. Like, those are, those are not, I don't think he really needs those glasses. Yeah, as much and as he then... And then you see... You it's get, like Superman. And then you find out, oh, he's... He uh, has to go with the Dean Marcus, who uh, is also in charge of the museum. And then, oh, like, the government's involved. Oh, we uh, we intercepted a communique from the Nazis, the Tannis Project or whatever. Ah, the greatest villains in history. Yeah. In oh, and, and it turns out, oh, the Nazis are looking for the Lost Ark. Uh-huh. And they need the Staff of Ra. Uh-huh. And the centerpiece, oh, who has it? Karen Allen in this bar in Nepal. Keep in mind, folks, this is the 1930s. Karen Allen is going shot for shot with some giant-ass Sherpa dude. Yep. Respect. Yeah, and also, Karen Allen just so happens to be Indiana Jones. His ex? His ex-girlfriend. Oh, yeah, because her father was his professor. Yes, and he was also, what, 24 when she was 15? It's kind of gross. You they know, really didn't. You know, think about I that could one. make a Roy Moore joke right now, but I'm not going to. They really didn't. Well, yeah, they didn't really think. Well, so Indiana Jones was. I think it was actually 21, and she was 15. I think that's what it was. That that sounds more. It's accurate. just like not good. Uh, but it also like during the here, 20s. Here, you know, you know. Let, let's pull up the scene right now because we, we, we have the scene. Huge. I will say that. That that scene has not aged very well for me, <laughs> but uh, it's okay. Should we just play the scene? Yeah, that's it. Hello, Marion. I'm a shadow on the wall. Indiana Jones. Always knew someday you'd come walking back through my door. I never doubted that. Something made it inevitable. So what are you doing here in Nepal? I need one of the pieces your father collected. I learned to hate you in the last ten years. I was a child. I was in love. He was wrong and you knew it. You knew what you were doing. Now I do. This is my place. Get out. Mohan. Demigru. Bulianu. So, already she... He's been back. He's back for the first time in ten years. He's not even there for thirty seconds. He's already getting punched in the face. Yep. Kicked out. Yep. Indiana Jones. Yeah, and then he leaves... And he's like, okay, you, you don't you don't have the medallion. Sorry about it. I'll be on a merry way. Nazis show up with this. The guy, this is weird because it, the, the character's name is Tot, T-O-H-T. Mm-hmm. They never actually say his name in the movie. No. Yeah. And he's just so creepy. He's got like the black suit, the black hat. 
the the glasses and just like that. Very, you just know he's the bad guy. Just that very creepy smile too. Yeah, and it gets worse, especially uh, at the end of the movie. But we'll get to that later. Yeah, and what what ensues is probably one of the best fight scenes that I've ever seen. Yeah. Just because, like, and the you pl- also always get this this in every single good Indiana Jones movie because they don't have this in the unspoken movie. Um, no. It's always a fight in a fire, like the bar starts burning down, and then yeah, like, you're right. In the in the they also have one in the Temple of Doom. It happens. Last Crusade. Like- Last Crusade is the is him and his dad are tied up. Uh, yeah. they, they always every good Indiana Jones movie has the fight in the fire scene. Yeah. Um, it's just like, I don't know what it is, but maybe Spielberg's a pyro. Maybe he's... Now, Spielberg does like fire a lot. I mean, let's be real. Yeah. Jaws, his Jaws pop... Schindler's List. Schindler's... Your... Okay, that's... Wow. I'm uh, a Jew, folks. I can say that. Wow. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Attica. Um, that just happened. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, it's just, uh, it's a great scene. It's a great fight scene. Uh, and that's only the second... Oh, that's the first fight scene in this movie. Second... Adventure type scene in this movie because this movie has some fight scenes, guys. This movie has some fight scenes. Yeah, and in this fight scene, because of the fire, uh, Mr. Tot Nazi dude sees the medallion, which Miriam has been wearing around her neck the whole time, Miss Playing Hard to Get, grabs it, and clearly the Nazis do not have common sense because if you see a metal object that while it is not in the fire, it is close to a fire, do not touch it. Yeah. It. Why? No. Because they're Nazis. Nazis are dumb. Yeah, that's... Uh, oh, oh, and there's always uh, a machine gun in some Also scene. always a machine gun, yes. Yeah. Um, isn't it crazy that uh, Indiana Jones actually ends up meeting Adolf Hitler in the third movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He does. He meets him in a, in a book burning. Um, yeah. Anyway, moving on. Uh, yeah, and so then they decide, okay, we're going to go find the Ark, so then they go to Egypt. We meet Salah, who John Reese davies is just unbelievable. And he's going to keep popping up. Yeah, because he, because he, because um, prior to this movie, he had been in a, in a miniseries, which you might have seen called Shogun. Yeah, I have. Yeah, so he's playing um, this Portuguese guy who is kind of loud and obnoxious, but is kind of reserved and kind of calculating. Who, and, but just the way that he's got that, that booming voice, John Reese Davies, uh! And so. Apparently, when um, when Spielberg approached him about this role, he said, he's an Egyptian, but I want you to play him as kind of a mix of your guy in Shogun and Falstaff. And then John Reese davies pretty much, he builds his career off of playing Sala, who, because what else has John Reese davies done? He's done, he was in Last Crusade, he, um, uh, Gimli in Lord of the Rings. Right. So, just unbelievable actor. I mean, it's a shame that we don't see him in much of anything anymore. I mean, he's, he is very much older. Yeah, but I mean, he's also probably doing a lot more in England. We're just not getting. Yeah, that's pro- that's probably true. And so then they they realize, okay, we're going to um, look for the ark because here's where here's where we're going to start digging. The the Nazis are digging in the wrong spot, and Salah knows this, but he's like, I'm not going to tell them. And then there's that that chase scene in the marketplace with the monkey, who's working for the Nazis. Then iconic scene where. Everyone's just there's the guy with the sword who's like, "Oh, I got a sword!" Whoa, 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 whoa! And Indy's like, uh, "I got a gun." Bye. I love that scene. I love the background behind that scene too. Yeah, yeah. What well, there? Because because the, the, the shooting was improvised. Yeah, it was just Harrison Ford had uh, dysentery, 
And oh, yeah. he was just shitting, everybody was just shitting their pants that day. <laughs> and he just couldn't do it. That's why he looked like shit by the end of actual shooting. So originally it was supposed to be a big old fight scene. And then he just kind of was like, I don't care. And he just shot, the, so he just like, can I just shoot the guy? And, and the look on his face, he was like, he was like. That's I, why he's sweating bullets, because he's just shitting he's getting, his pants. Yeah, because he's just like, I'm so over this, bang, where's the bathroom? Yeah, that's basically, and it's just so perfect, because the guy he's up against really was prepared for this massive choreographed choreograph fight. <laughs> and Harrison Ford was just like, not today, please. And he just shoots the guy. It's, it's a great moment. It's, that, that's kind of the equivalent of one of us showing showing up hungover to do an episode of this, saying I don't want to do this, and then just pl- and then just like, you know, uh, playing the word moist on a loo, playing a sound effect CD. So <laughs> that's not the same thing at all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I tried. it would be like if I was, if if I I would be probably more likely the one that's hungover doing this. Uh, it would be like if I showed up hungover and was just like. You, you're like, I don't know, like... One-word answers on, on your end. Or not even that, just like, thanks for coming, folks. And then, like, we play our long theme in this go, thank you for coming, and then I leave. <laughs> <laughs> maybe for April Fool's Day we'll do that. Yay, but by the time it, yeah, okay. Very well, we can't, uh, we gotta, can't tell them what we're gonna do for April Fool's. Anyway, so yeah, it's a great scene. Uh, and yeah, this, that, that scene is just so worth it. Uh, alone. If you have not seen this movie, you gotta watch that at least. That's yeah. And, and in the midst of all this, apparently they're trying. It looks like Miriam is kidnapped. Then she's killed in the explosion. Yeah. Um. Then there. Then Belafre services because uh, surprise, he's working with the Nazis. That French bastard. Yep. Uh, you love the French. Sorry, folks. <laughs> I mean, you know, sorry. Um. Yeah. And that's the thing, right? He like resurfaces, and it's like, oh, he's the anti-Indiana Jones, and it's like, oh, okay, cool. So and now you have like, the Ark is power. The Ark, it's like, it's it's not gonna start a war. It's gonna end the war. Yeah. And of. meanwhile, Indy's just like, it belongs in a museum. Also, where's my family? I love my family. That's Harrison Ford in every movie. That, that, let's be real. Harrison that's Ford. Harrison Ford in at least three movies, none of which we were talking about today. Uh, Mr. Where's, where's my family? I love Mr. my family. Mr. Nut. First off, that sounds more like that sounds more like Seth MacFarlane's impression of Gregory Peck. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trolling you. It's okay. Point is, work out for my family. <laughs> Even like in Star Wars, the whole point of Star Wars and his the whole thing in Han Solo in the last movie was just like, I gotta find my son. But like no one. But it's like yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, back to Raiders. So at this point, they're like, okay, we've got the Well of Souls. We know where to dig. They start digging and. They open up, they finally open it up, and... It's snakes. Why did it have to be snakes? Yeah, Indiana Jones does not like snakes. Indiana Jones hates snakes. That's explained perfectly in the third movie. Yeah, and it's it's weird, because in the third movie, he's not scared at first, but he kind of falls into the tub of them. He falls into the actual, that's the only, yeah, that's like, it's he's scarred by it. And it's like, oh, I'm scarred by this. Yeah, um... I think it's a scar, actually, a literal scar from one of them. Oh, no! One tries to bite him in the dick, and that's what causes him to get all freaked out. Oh, yeah, the giant-ass water snake with the fangs. That's right, tries yeah. to bite him right in the crotch, and that's what causes him to have a fear. Okay, so, you know what? Fair. Okay. Fair, and yeah, Jones, fair. Um, yeah, because at this point, they, they see where the, uh, where, where the Ark is buried. It's a snake pit. Uh, hats off to Harrison Ford, because, you know, there are a lot of garter snakes, but if you look closely, you can see when he's staring down the cobra, there's a sheet of glass in between them. I said hats off to Harrison Ford. I thought that was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, just so then they, 
the Nazis are taking the ark. They try to seal. They try to seal India. You know, I'm just gonna say this as I'm recapping this movie. I'm thinking to myself, this movie has a lot going on at every given moment. Yeah, it's it's like we're only halfway through the movie, and it's been. I mean, we're a little more than episode. halfway through, but it's just like it's it's nonstop action, which is great because I mean, there there's the scene at Salas' house where where this family they're having something to eat, they're just chilling out, catching up. There's like the college scene, but in terms of just Every every piece of dialogue is very relevant to the story. Yeah, it's just insane. Because uh, Lawrence Kasdan um, wrote it, and you know he went on to direct you know Big Chill, uh, Dreamcatcher. So good. That's a movie we should do. Yeah, we should. That's Kevin like, Costner. Oh god, oh god, the sound cues. You kidding me? Kevin Costner, not showing. Oh, I can bring Lizzie in on that. Yeah, La- Lawrence Kasdan. What else has he done here? We're gonna pull him up. Um, he he wrote Raiders. And, and Return of the Jedi, actually. Yeah. Or, or he co-wrote that. And he also yeah. did The Force Awakens. Yeah. Uh, he's also co-writing the Han Solo spin-off film. Nice. Yep. And you know who's playing uh, Lando? Uh, yeah, Donald Glover. That's right. My baby boy, Donald Glover. Childish Gambino. Childish Gambino. And he also did Silverado, which is a really fun movie. Accidental Tourist with, like, you know, William Hurt and Gina Davis. Yes. Uh, oh, you're at The Bodyguard. The, the Wyatt Earp miniseries, which is... Uh, no, that, that's The Wyatt Earp uh, with Kevin Costner. Yeah, it's like 15 hours long. Eh, it's like four, three and a half hours long. It's a long movie. Yeah. Gosh, it's an unnecessarily long movie. I like it. It's a lot. Anyway, back to the Raiders. Yeah. Um, so where were we? Oh, yeah. So here's how much of a badass Harrison Ford is, because now we're coming up in the scene where he fights that giant-ass Nazi who was a pro wrestler, actually. Yep. Yeah, it was, his name escapes me. But, oh, man. Yeah, and he, he just goes off on that guy, and he's losing that fight. So that's the great thing. Is yeah, that Her- Indiana Jones takes hits, and he also is okay with he can lose. And here, and here's another thing: Harrison Ford had a torn ACL at this point because the plane wheel rolled over his knee. That's right. And Harrison Ford still got up. Still got up. That's why he. That's why the entire fight he looks like he's about to fall over. Yeah, like onto that one knee, uh, and that sucks. So if you tear your ACL, you actually cannot move your fucking. But yeah, because it's like, because um, like, like your kneecap's frozen in place, and then if the ACL's torn, it's kind of just like bouncing all over this, all over the place. And it's not yeah, so you're ball. just wobbling. Uh, so he still does does it, great job, and then, but it also just is a great moment in Indiana Jones where you forget during this movie that he is, oh right, sometimes like during the fight scenes you're like, oh right, he's a professor, he is smarter than this guy. So what does he do? He ducks underneath the propeller. He ducks right as the propeller's coming. Just fucking slaughters this man. Because science. Because science works. And also, you have to assume that Indiana Jones has some combat training, because if you, um, going by going by the comics of young Indiana Jones, he has spent some time in the French Foreign Legion during World War One. Yeah, and he also, I mean, I mean, yeah. I was gonna bring up Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, but that's not a movie. But wait, Eddie, we've been we talked about this before. There is no such thing as Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I don't know, like what. Why you're bringing that up? That movie is a myth. It was a shelved project. That movie never happened. Pull it together, man. Yeah, I guess you're right. I'm sorry. I made that up. I'm hungover, guys. Look, guys, this has been a fun show. <laughs> oh, Eddie's yeah. getting up. Hey, say, sit back down. We got. We got yeah, more. Yeah. Now, Josh. Now I gotta go look about the stigma of Chris Cole thing. Good night. Eddie's still here, folks. He just closed the door. Okay, there's a bit. I was a bit. <laughs> okay, well, so what are we gonna do? Okay, you want to go? Actually, you want to go look, look it up? No. All right. Okay. Fine. Okay. The title sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
Um, then, the, then there's like the fun chase scene where he's he's chasing after Nazi driver Nazi truck drivers on a horse. Yeah. Firing gun. He's like, I'm just gonna ride a horse and shoot a gun because I'm, I'm apparently on top of being a professor and an archaeologist and a badass dude. I'm a cowboy now. Yeah, Woo-hoo! which is also, yeah. but that also just shows that he probably did actually travel with some sort of horseback riding, um, like the French Foreign Legion, because that's how they. Would well, ride. also the uh, the Boy Scouts and uh, being a Last Crusade. Yeah, 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 but I mean, like, just saying, like, the ability to fire a gun and being on a horse. That's something yeah. that he was probably taught in the French Foreign Legion before there were that is typical a, trucks. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, that that's actually a very good point. Uh, like, he was definitely a mercenary of some sort. Yeah. that's a that's a very that's a very hard skill to do, even if you're just a cowboy. But if you mm-hmm. have that type of that combat training that he has, probably. Adds up to not just the ability to fight, but also his horseback riding ability. Yeah. Um, so then they're the not, so then they the arc it's on it's on a boat and it's on a submarine. Oh, real quick while it's on my mind, we because you know how with the Hard Design Help episode we posted a still from a movie on the Twitter page. Oh yeah, you got you got yeah you got yeah, it, you got and um, we said hey if you get, if you can guess the movie you get a shout out. This week's shout out goes to Chris Packham. Of Astoria Queens because I tried to find the most obscure still from the movie. Okay, I need to find it. I need to find something that has no major characters in it. Something with someone who's pretty unrecognizable. I found like the the boat captain and his crew just kind of staring off in the distance. Chris Packham got it. Hats off. Hats off to him. Um. So good job, man. Yeah, good job. Also, make sure that you uh like. Adjust the the photo just next time. Uh, adjust the photo just a little bit, like just so pop and paste it onto there. Because you can also just drag a, a photo onto the Google bar and and it will tell you what movie it's from. Oh yeah. Oh well. Yeah, don't uh, yeah, just like anyway. Uh, but yeah, congrats, Chris. I'm pretty sure he got that on his own. But just to be on the safe side, because I was like, ooh, yeah, that could have been like. Um, just kidding, Chris. You're a fucking genius, dude. Good job. He, yeah. Also, I, I so I saw that I saw that photo as well, and I was like, "That's Raiders, dude." Um. Well, yeah, because you, you suggested the movie this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know what this. I know what this. Okay. Speaking of shot for shot, have you guys ever heard of the doc uh, of the shot for shot remake that these kids did? Wait, oh. what? Oh boy. Okay. So this is a long story short. These kids. This is actually a really big deal. Um, these kids did a shot for shot remake of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, they would watch it on their eight, on their VHSs uh, day all day, just like that's all they would do, mm-hmm. and they would shoot it shot for shot. Um, every shot exactly the same as the original, or at least as close as they could possibly get. They were like thirteen, um, and they did this entire thing, and then they couldn't finish it though because they could not replicate the plane scene because they could not get a plane. Yeah. So because no, especially a plane to blow up. So because yeah, no airfield's gonna be like. Yeah, go ahead. You're 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 eleven. Use the plane. We're, it's fine. So they did this entire shot for shot remake, and then they had to shelve it. Uh, and then about four years ago, they started a Kickstarter, something like that, and were able to build a replica of the plane. And oh, that's kind of awesome. They did the entire scene. They blew it up, and now this shot for shot remake of Raiders of the Lost Ark actually exists. Uh, it's just funny because they had the entire movie. <laughs> And then, as kids, and the plane scene is, like, fully formed, like, 38-year-old men. Uh, and then the rest of the movie is them as kids again. <laughs> so then the, the dark's on a submarine because of the Nazis. Indiana goes there, acts like he's a, he's a drunk dude, gets on it, um, and then he follows the Nazis onto this Greek island. Yep. And he's like, I got a bazooka. Block, let the ark go. And 
And Bullock's like, no, you're a scientist just like I am. You care about the arc too much. You are not going to... You are not going to shoot it. I want oh. weakness. Science. Oh, and by the way, I have a whole Nazi army. Oh, they're sneaking up behind you, and come on down. We're going to tie you to a post with your girlfriend right now. Yeah, not going to lie. Uh, speaking of Marion, uh, I totally used the line once uh, on a girl that he uses on her where he's like, it hurts everywhere. And she's like, where? And then she starts kissing the places that it hurts. Totally used that once in college. No joke. Because after a flag football game, and I got really hurt. I think we've all used that line in some capacity. It's a some form. good line. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. yeah. So and th- they th- kidnap Indiana Jones, which seems to be like a, uh, a I don't know, common theme in his life. And they capture him. Sorry. He yeah. Captured, not kidnapped. Yeah. In this scene, I mean, it didn't exactly give me nightmares when I was a kid, but I can definitely see why it would give others. I mean, it gave me nightmares for sure. But I also saw this movie first when I was seven. I would. Oh yeah. Let's talk about that because. You were seven. I was. Uh, it, uh, I must have been maybe nine or ten when you first saw it. Yeah, because yeah, we were um, not alive when this movie came out. No, my uh, this this movie came out the year that my older sister was born. Uh, I was born five years after this came out. I was born nine years after this movie came out. Yeah, so it's just like I saw this movie after it. Actually, I already saw. I saw Temp. Uh, came with no fuck. Man, that's not right. It's not a real movie. Uh, I saw. Uh, Indiana Jones and the uh, oh god, what's the Last third? Crusade? Last Crusade, yeah, I was like Secret yeah. of the Grail, like no, that's not right. Yeah, I saw the Last Crusade first. My mom had gotten the Last Crusade on VHS, so right. that was actually the first movie, one of the first movies I'd seen. I was about four, and then I saw Raiders when I was about seven. I saw Temple of Doom first when I was when I was seven. Then I saw Raiders on TV. Oh, maybe I was eight actually. There was a lot of movies on TV. Yeah, because yeah, I, I, yeah, I saw Raiders on TV. It was the Channel 11 Saturday Night movie. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. That's also, yeah. yeah, that's probably when I saw Raiders too. Also, uh, Temple of Doom, I watched for the first time when I was 14. There was I, uh, a huge discrepancy between them. One of my cousins made me watch it when I was, uh, when I was seven, and that, that did give me nightmares because, you know, like, exactly. Anyway, so the arc. Uh, yeah, so because now the the whole purpose of the arc is that it's got the the remains of the two tablets of the Ten Commandments. Yep. In it allegedly. Yep. And it's like okay, you master the arc, you get you get um omnipotent power, but, but no man can d- no get man that. can handle it. Yep. So Belloc he recites this incantation, doesn't look like it works. All of a sudden you got these spirits flying around. Everyone's all into it, and then. Bad stuff happens. Oh, yeah. Don't look at the Ark. Don't look at it. Don't look at it. Keep your head turned. And then you just got, like, the the literal life is being sucked out of these people. Oh, yeah. They are are understanding God, and it's they can't do it. Yeah, and, like, just, like, just the faces some of them are making. They're going, like, It's like that scene in Dogma. Remember that scene in Dogma where God shows up and Ben Affleck sees her? And then she opens her mouth and his head just explodes. Yeah. <laughs> and he hears the voice of God. Yeah, that's exactly what it's like. It's like, it's a very common theme in, uh, you know, movies where it's like over, uh, too much power really will kill you. Yeah, it, it just, it just goes to like why so few conspiracy theorists can be taken seriously. And, and also because that, because there are, there are some things out there that man is just not meant to know. That's right. Not supposed to know because if we knew it. Life would would implode on itself. Yeah, science. 
Like, and th- and that's why I think that the whole concept of God, it's like, oh, like this very agnostic way of maybe there is a God, maybe there isn't, because if we knew there was a God for sure, we would try so hard to get close to said deity. And yeah, just chill, guys. Like, just yeah. chill out. Um, look, we don't know, like, yeah, we don't, it's okay. Like, that's the beauty of humanity is we have so many yeah. different interpretations. Just be respectful. Okay, we're getting to this whole thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Indiana Jones, though, recognize, and then the thing about Indy, Indy understands respect and humbleness. He has yeah. done this multiple times, especially in the last crusade, pops up. He understands that the grail cannot go, like, past the line. Like, you know, he'll, he'll still do it, but, like... Yeah, because, like, because, um, the knight says, hey, most most take man. the grail, but it, it cannot pass the holy symbol. Yeah, and, and that's also... That's just the rules. And also, he understands that Jesus wouldn't be using the craziest of most gemmed out cup. No, he's gonna be using the... Like, that's the thing about Indiana Jones. He just really understands being humble. And it's funny, because Last Crusade is definitely the most philosophical of yes. the Indiana Jones films, but it's also the, it's also the funniest. It's a comedy. Yeah, it's a, fan, it's a buddy cop movie. Yeah, because Sean Connery, he's just like the, the old nerd who's finally seeing his life's work come to be. He's so happy. Temple of Doom, which, fun fact, is a prequel to Raiders. Yeah. Takes place a year before. Yeah. It... It makes a lot more sense when you know it's a prequel because you're like, oh, Indiana Jones did Temple of Doom and then be stop being such a fucking asshole because Temple of Doom he's a massive piece of shit. Yeah, That's he's, he's, a, he's a treasure like. hunter. That's why I don't like that movie that much. I like it, but it's like one thing I don't like is that he has like kind of no empathy. It's a gangster film that takes place underground. That's right, and it just feels and Kate Capshaw. I mean, I'm sure she's a very nice lady in this film. She's just like. She's a scream Andy. Yeah. That's it. That's a whole yeah, movie. Yeah, and, um, and short round, he's a trip. I mean, it's just that. But yeah. no, the thing about, the thing I like about, I like Temple of Doom. I'm not saying it's not, but I'm saying in like the hierarchy of the three, um, Raiders is always my favorite. Cause it's the nicest balance of the three. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not overtly dark, but it's not overtly funny. It's just a very straight, it's, it's, it's a very it's, straightforward movie. It's a, it's a throwback to, you know, to like the pulp fiction novels of the Doctor of the, Strange novel. That's yeah, it's, it's, it's very Robert E. Howard. Yeah, that's in right. a way. And, yeah. I, and there's, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, so I like Raiders. Raiders is my favorite movie. Uh, I get really, when I, when I get super drunk or super stoned and I watch it, I cry a little bit. I'm always like, oh, I love this part. Um, so yeah, Raiders is an amazing movie. Raiders is an amazing movie. The whole series, actually, I got really, really drunk a couple, uh, like a year ago, as I'm off to do, and I just sat in my apartment and watched, with my roommate, we watched Temple of Doom, then he left uh, to go to work, because he uh, worked the night shift at uh, Uniqlo, yeah. so he still does. Um, so I ended up watching the other two Indiana Jones movies just completely, no, I wasn't drunk, I was actually drinking a lot of coffee, because I was working on some, I was working on a pilot. So I ended up just drinking a lot of coffee and working until about 7 or 8 in the morning. Uh, and I just ended up watching the other uh, 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 Raiders. Because we had a Hulu account. So it just so yeah. happened that we were watching it. And I was just like, before I knew it, Last Crusade was over. And they're riding off into the sunset. And I was like, yo, these movies go by so fast. They're yeah, so fast. They're so good. Like so many franchise films that kind of get longer as they progress. Because Raiders and, um, and Temple of Doom are about two hours apiece. And Last Crusade is over two hours. Yeah, but like, come on, two hours? Is that that bad? Yeah. Uh, but Last Crusade, I mean, it's just that very concept of, you know, finding the Holy Grail. It's got, it. it's a great cast, it's a great one because it kind of takes, 
not just Indy outside of the university, but it kind of takes Marcus out there, kind of provides a good foil for Sean Connery since they're buddies from back in the day. Oh, my favorite part about the movie is like, you gave, he's like, you gave the, the map to Marcus? Yeah, well, it's going to be going so wrong. And then it's a shot of Marcus going like, oh, hello, hello, can anybody help me? <laughs> Does anybody speak English? Does anybody speak English around here? Yeah. Um, so it's just like, it's just great that like every moment in that movie is just like, it's just his dad just being like, Indiana Jones, you're a fucking moron. And Indiana Jones being like, I should have been... sent it to the Marx Brothers. And it's just like, I've been doing, it's like, it's just nice to try to watch Indiana Jones try to get some damn respect. Yeah, and then you got the, it's all, but... Alaska State is also interesting in that there isn't a love interest. I mean, there is one when she's a Nazi. Yeah, that's the other thing. Um, Nazis are the best villains. Yeah, just because you... I can't think of a single film where I was rooting for the Nazis to win. Never. Never. I mean, I mean, Valkyrie doesn't really count because that's trying to overthrow the Nazis. And that's a true story. Yeah. And also, yeah, you never, you never watch a movie going like, you know what would be great? Adolf Hitler. <laughs> no, dude, Nazis are bad. Yeah, anyway... We could go on and on about the Indiana Jones films until the cows come home, um, but on the whole, this was this was really the first franchise that I was introduced to. It's a lot of fun. The movies are a roller coaster. Definitely, um, if you're under twelve, I'd watch it with with some adult supervision, just because it can get a little intense. Yeah. Also, I just want to point out this is our second Harrison Ford film that we've talked about. Is it? Could tell you about later. We did talk about Blade Runner, you're right. Less than a month ago. All right, so we've replaced Kevin Costner with Harrison Ford. And Kevin Costner made it into the podcast today! Made the podcast. Woohoo! That's right. All right, anyway. Nailed it. Anyway, so um, that's Rare's a Lost Ark. Um, a plus film. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, I'm not even going to grade this one. It's yeah. Rare's a Lost Ark. On a scale of 10, it's an 11. Harrison Ford, I mean, he's he was already having a decent career uh, leading into this. This one made him take off just because this one was nominated for Best Picture, folks. Yeah. Just leave it at that. But after this, we'll talk about his best film, Air Force. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh, but while we're on the subject, next week we have our Clash of Champions predictions and the wrap-up show after the actual pay-per-view. That's right. Yeah, we're going to be bringing in um, Caleb, who was here for Survivor Series. We'll bring him in. Um, have you given any thoughts to your predictions yet? No, nah, I'm not really focused on it yet. I've got a top men on mine. Wait, what do you mean? I got top men. Don't forget to lock up, folks. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 